0: you look around at the latest economic news that's coming out and and even some earnings reports. And certainly you look at what's going on in bond yields, and by golly, the Fed just might pull it off. That is the so-called soft landing, slowing down the economy without stalling it and putting it into a recession. At least that's my thought anyway. Pat O'Hare is the chief market analyst from briefing.com and knows a lot more about this than I do. And he joins us right now from Chicago. It's good to have you with us.
1: Hi, David. It's great to be back with you.
0: Say, is this possible? You know, I looked at the most recent, I guess, the the gross domestic product figures came out, and it showed the economy growing a little bit faster than we thought it was going to. And then the inflation numbers came out, and they showed the the inflation was a little bit lower. That's just, I mean, that's Goldilocks, isn't it? (laughs) It's
1: a nice combination, all right. And the economy wasn't just growing in the third quarter, it was booming. And we had 5.2% real GDP growth uh, that was powered by a 3.6% increase in consumer spending. So uh, great numbers there. And to your other point, uh, something that's very much on the market's mind, uh, we saw some disinflation in the PCE price indices for the third quarter as well. So uh, that is a great combination here that kind of lends uh, to the market's belief that we can kind of come off this high in a, in a softer manner really. Um, and the, the key there we think really is going to be the continued strength of the labor market. Because if you have people working, you have people spending and consumer spending accounts for 70% of gdp or thereabouts uh, and uh, and so far we don't have any real strong indications uh, that the labor market is is about to crack in a, in a meaningful way
0: and it doesn't look that, like that it's that tight at all we had somebody on the other day who was saying they you know put out um, asked for resumes and had i don't know like 10 20 times the number of people applied that, uh, that they had jobs for, and that's not something they had been seeing. The market had been really tight for labor.
1: Yeah, we've been seeing some of those same reports. You know, things are loosening up a little bit, which is exactly what the Fed wants to see, but it's doing it in a, in a, in a controlled manner, really. Um, we're not seeing, like, you know, real big lurches in the unemployment rate. We have seen continuing jobless claims creep up uh, of course, but, um, you know, when you get, uh, you know, a little bit softer labor conditions, you know, you'll have fewer wage pressures. And again, uh, the market's preoccupation right now is, is monetary policy. And, uh, and, and essentially it's trading around the, the notion that the fed is done raising rates. And if you continue to get moderation in wage inflation and a moderation in just general price inflation, uh, you know, one can have some confidence in that view. Uh, and then the next thing, of course, is that inflection to a uh, to a rate cut cycle. And the market is starting to price that in, rightly or wrongly, we'll find out in due course. But that's been a major driver of treasury yields here since late October, which in turn have been a huge driver of the stock rally we've seen since late October.
0: You know, one, one of the oldest adages that I can remember for the equities market is, that bull markets climb a wall of worry. And, boy, is there a lot of worry out there. I looked at, you know, looked at the commentary and the guidance coming out of the earnings reports out, and that is a one-dour group out there. I mean, retail in particular. even Everybody from Neiman's to Home Depot is worried about the fourth quarter.
1: It's a strange situation. All right. Uh, I will, I'll give you that. Um, you, and you're right in the sense that we've had a lot of retailers come out and kind of sound a cautious note on, on the consumer, uh, you know, Target and Walmart among them. And uh, and it's curious, right? Is that you still see uh, you know spending activity holding up pretty well? I mean, we're hearing reports about you know record Cyber Monday sales activity, a lot of traffic uh, out there in retail stores on Black Friday. So, you know, the consumer doesn't appear to be you know uh, falling off the table. You know, as Richmond Fed President Barkin said recently, um, he said that there is some signs of slowing, which. You know, you probably would have to expect that anyway. Um, But the market can handle a slower consumer. The economy can handle a slower consumer. What the market and economy cannot handle is a consumer that just, doesn't spend and and so far we're not seeing that indication.
0: No and, and, and now one of the arguments that I've heard is that yeah, 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 people are buying stuff, but they're going up to their eyeballs in debt and, and uh, you're gonna have, you know, this horrible credit collapse and it's gonna be terrible. But one of the things that was embodied with that GDP figure was an actual uptick in the savings rate. Not a lot, but it was up to four percent. So that would seem to you know to belie that some of that argument.
1: That's right. Uh, You know, they saw a little uptick there in that personal savings rate. Um, And, uh, you know, I would also note that, you know, money market funds have, last I checked, about $5.7 trillion, you know, sitting there, just uh, which you can look at essentially as as dry powder, um, you know, that will get deployed at some point. But uh, it's a lot of money sitting in those uh, money market accounts um, and, you know, not to harp on the point, but I do think it's key is, is, you know, this labor market, people stay gainfully employed, you don't get a you know, a huge spike in the unemployment rate um, or initial jobless claims. And you, the markets can be able to kind of weather some of these, you know, indications that the consumer is, is slowing down because the market won't fear the consumer uh, really dropping off. Now, Uh, From our vantage point of briefing.com, we do have some concerns about the lag effect of rate hikes. Um, You've seen a, you know, uh, 500 to 525 basis points of cumulative tightening since March of 2022. You have higher borrowing rates across the board, um, and in particular credit card rates, which are exorbitant right now. And, And to your point about consumers taking on more debt to you know, to fund their spending activity. That could be an issue as we move further into 2024, starting to see a pickup in some of the credit card delinquency rates. But, you know, all in all, no signs of alarm here in terms of the economy melting down.
0: Let me go go back to the stock market for a minute, because uh, there are... Historically, there are these seasonal factors. November happens to be one of the best months, if not the best month for the stock market. December is usually pretty good. Then they say, well, you know, you go into an election year and uh, you want to stimulate the economy so the incumbent can, can get reelected. At briefing.com, do you all track such things?
1: Well, uh, it would in terms of seasonality, yeah. you mean, or uh, we don't necessarily track on we, 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 I should say we kind of, we follow sort of what's out there in the media. We know what the Stock Traders' Almanac is suggesting uh, in in terms of seasonality. So uh, it's not something we, we, you know, take data on ourselves specifically.
0: So you're not enthusiastic about this being an election year then?
1: <laughs> well, I, you know, personally, I kind of look at it from the notion that no two years are alike, uh, no, no. Two situations are alike. You kind of have to roll with the punches, if you will. Um, There's certainly plenty of stimulus that's been granted this economy over the last several years as we move into this election year. And and frankly, you know, briefing.com's emphasis is on being objective. You know, we don't take political positions and so we don't really get into the politics of it all. But um, but certainly, you know, politics is going to be a, a market factor as we get closer to that election uh, this time. Or, well, early November next year.
0: OK, well, well, we'll go back to the stock traders almanac for that. And, you know, there's certain things the stock traders almanac gives us that never fail, which is like the Super Bowl indicator. Whoever wins the Super Bowl <laughs> dictates the direction of the market going forward. Pat O'Hare is the uh, chief market analyst for Briefing.com And we always enjoy our conversations. Thank you very much, sir.
1: Thank you, David.
0: Thanks. For more of our conversation, go to krld.com/slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.